All right, my friends, we're back. It's the Deep Fried Best Podcast. It's Blake, it's Boomer, and as always, it's brought to you by mybookie.ag. It's, uh, it's the only place we take our action. It's the safest place in the business to play, uh, the fastest payouts in the business. Y'all know the deal. Go check them out, mybookie.ag. Boom. Uh, good to be back, man. How you doing this evening? I'm doing so great right now. I get to uh, watch the first favorite I've taken since Bob. Uh, not cover currently. Yeah, that's right. So we are watching the Steelers um, and the Titans game. It's Thursday night. We're recording. Uh, been doing some Thursday night games. Uh, it's always entertaining. Yeah, Boom's on the Steelers. i am got a little teaser going with over 38 and Steelers minus one. So uh, mine, you know, hopefully it'll hit. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But like I said, it's the Deep Ride Best Podcast. If it sounds a little weird, um, we're having some technical difficulties. My dumbass decided to update my computer an hour before we started doing this. And it's, yeah, it's 44 minutes remaining. And, you know, how that means on computer update times, it's probably an hour and a half. Um, Pretty much so don't buy Apple products, basically, is what you're saying. I mean, Apple products are phenomenal. Using the rest, everything else is coming to you via Apple product. Um, I'm, I'm an yeah. AP man, personally. Right, okay. So, yeah, we um, if it sounds a little weird, it's because I'm having to record the call on the phone, but uh, we we might do over here at the Deep Pride Best Podcast. If there aren't any special effects, that's why. But, you know, you'll live. We'll all live. Um, let's just get right into it, Ben. We've got a decent week. Uh, it's the... It's the weekend before robbery week in uh, college football. But well, actually, let me go back to last weekend. Ten and six for me, nine and seven for you. Uh, you went perfect on college football, like the scheduled games. Uh, didn't do so hot in the vault though. Uh, but your your lock of the week hit. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the the Texas uh, handcrafted vodka kicked in about halfway through the podcast. That's last right. Week. So right. I uh, didn't really it know shows. what I was saying towards the end, right there. It shows. Um, anyway, ten and six, nine and seven. Um, we're, we're still kind of treading water towards 500 on the year, but we're, we're going to get there. Um, like I said, decent week of college football this weekend, but you know, you got to enjoy because next weekend's robbery weekend, Iron Bowl. Uh, you know, we're excited about that. We might have a nice little uh, deep ride bets tailgate for that. We'll have to see. But, uh, tomorrow night, there's a game going on right now, South Florida, Tulsa. Uh, I don't really know what's going on there, but, uh, we've got the Friday night games. Tomorrow. Boom, did you see anything you liked tomorrow night? I didn't. I mean, I'm not going to press the issue. Well, I mean, I mean, my boys, the uh, New Mexico Lobos, are, are playing, but they've uh, right. burned me, burned me the past couple of weeks. So uh, I was just going to go ahead and jump, uh, jump into the Friday Night Warriors that uh, I'm going to go ahead and give out, and that's the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores. Probably doesn't play on Friday. No, no, they don't play on Friday. They play on Saturday, but they. Uh, would probably beat half of the United States high school football team. So, you know, I'll lump them in the same category on this one. Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, with Bandy against okay. the Monty Missouri Tigers. Right. What are you getting there? Plus seven? Oh, no, man. Way more than plus seven. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, live with myself if, if I was only getting seven points. What are you getting? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. We have 88 percent of the ticket count hammer missouri didn't even realize missouri was still in the sec but uh apparently they are that's why they played in this game so yeah missouri's uh had some outright wins the last couple of weeks so that's a weird number but yeah definitely overvalued Derek mason love uh love the heart love the courage love the passion 
from yeah, all of his doing... facial expressions on the sideline. He's yeah. like really, really into the game every yeah. uh, every play. Yeah, that he gets after it. Um, but yeah, Friday Friday night, a couple games on the docket. Nothing I'm going to force the issue with. The Boomers giving out high school equivalent bandy is this Friday night game, even though they play on Saturday. But that's what you come to the Deep Fried Best Podcast. Yeah, well, I had a nice little uh, Le'Veon Bill sidestep on you right there. I wanted to go ahead and okay. get into action early. Gotcha. Not, not, so, into giving, not into giving out losers. Hey, I don't blame you. So why bother with it? All right, so Saturday we've got uh, game days actually in Wisconsin, and they play at 11. That should tell you all you need to know about this weekend's slate. But Michigan is coming to town. They're playing the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, game days there doesn't really inspire much for the slate. Uh, but I mean, there's some decent football. I think this is going to be the weekend you have, like, really close games and entertaining games. But on paper, you might not have that Notre Dame versus Miami type deal. But, boom, we'll start with you. What do you like in this Michigan-Wisconsin game? Yeah, usually I like to go with Michigan because I've said I love Jim Harbaugh in these kind of spots. I uh, – I have to get off that this week. I personally do not think that Wisconsin is that good of a football team whatsoever. But I do think the number is a little bit lopsided right here. It's come all the way down from 10. You know, Michigan hasn't been what anybody expected. Lost their quarterback halfway through the season. Wisconsin, they've proved it the past two weeks. I think they can again this week. They are going to have to win this game by as many points as they possibly can win it by to get any kind of respect in the playoff push. Obviously, everybody knows that. That being said, it's at home in Madison. It's crazy as hell there. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Badgers this week. You know, 12 o'clock spot. That's that's their primetime slot right there. That way everybody can go out and get crazy after the game. See, I mean, yeah, you talk about being crazy there, but how crazy would a place be at noon? Um, oh, shit, those, those crazy bastards up there are worse than uh, LSU fans. On Friday they're already night. drunk right now. Um, yeah, I, I like Michigan in this spot. Uh, I think this is a spot that Harbaugh would thrive in and Michigan thrives in. They're kind of lurking in the shadows. Nobody's talking about Michigan. At one point, they were the only two-loss Power 5 team in the conference or in the country that wasn't ranked in the top 25 a couple weeks ago. So, um, you yeah, know, nobody's talking about Michigan, and they shouldn't be. Michigan – they're down. They're still not, you know, Harbaugh hasn't put it together yet. He hasn't been what a lot of folks thought he was going to be. There's some rumors he might be headed back to the NFL. Um, but I, I, I think this is a spot they'll thrive in. What does Wisconsin do well? They run the ball well. What does Michigan do? They stop the run. Um, low scoring affair Saturday. Um, I, I just don't think it's going to be as rowdy as it should be at noon, or it could be, you know, if it's a different time slot. I'm going to take the seven here. Harbaugh gets those crazy animals up for it. Um, so give me the seven, Michigan. Uh, next up, take me home, West Virginia. Texas, West Virginia. West Virginia, three-point home favorite against the Mighty Longhorns. Tom Herman uh, is pretty damn good as an underdog. Wins a lot of them straight up. I don't think he's ever not covered since he's been a head coach as an underdog. Uh, what do you, What do you got here? Well, I'm gonna be having a bunch of mountain beers this uh this weekend. Oh. Cheering West Virginia through. I think that uh this line Ooh. looked a little bit uh looked a little bit tricky for me. Uh Texas beat the hell out of Kansas, but it's Kansas. So they didn't cover that spread though. You can't really uh you can't really <laughs> you can't take that with the greatest thought. I mean, do I love backing West Virginia here? No. I'm probably going to hold off on picking a side in this game. But, you know, West Virginia can score. I, I feel good about it. You know, three points. Wish it was more of a two. 
probably should have opened up around four and a half. So I'll slide, I'll slide in the middle right there at three. So you're taking West Virginia. Mountain Bears, baby. All right. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I like West Virginia here, too. As you know, if you listen to this podcast, I've big, been big on the Mountaineers this year. They've won me some money. They've lost me some money in some spots, too. But uh, they've done pretty well for me. I'm going to keep riding them. Hartman's got to lose as an underdog at some point. I mean, that's kind of similar to going to get undefeated against the spread in a single year. It doesn't happen. Um, I mean, I know he's a good underdog coach, but three points. They're kind of, you know, they're five and five. They're, you know, it's not like they're just going to be jacked up for it. I feel like all they're all disrespected and all that. Um, yeah, I mean, they could, this could be an entertaining game. Um, maybe a 31-27 win for West Virginia, but I'll take the minus three here, eat the points. Don't love it, but I'll do it. Uh, next up, we've got a game on the schedule, Boom, that really shouldn't probably be on the schedule, but it's fun to talk about, and that's why it's on there. Uh, UAB, who's a team I have faded um, a lot this year, almost every week. Um, you missed a lot, until, a lot of money this year. Yeah, I did. Until a couple of weeks ago, I officially blacklisted whoever was playing UAB. And then we've got Florida. UAB is a 10-and-a-half-point dog. That's it. A team who didn't play football in the last two years is only a 10-and-a-half-point road underdog to a team that won the SEC East the last two years. Uh, in the swamp. In yeah, the swamp. in the swamp. Obviously, Florida has fallen on some hard times. Uh, Chip Kelly rumors all over the place there. Um, what do you think about this? Ten and a half? Is it is it enough? Is it too much? What is it? Oh well, I mean UAB is extremely overvalued in this spot, obviously because people have already hit the panic button on Florida as they should. So that being said, I'm a value player, which would point me towards Florida. However, I have been on UAB all year. These kids have been playing with passion and fire, and this is their damn Super Bowl. Not so long ago, there was a little-known team of uh, Georgia Southern that went yep. to a Florida t- into the swamp at uh, at twelve o'clock, and I believe Florida was uh, hadn't given up at that point in the year yet. They have now ten and a half. It, it should be seventeen and a half, easy. If if Florida oh. did not put up such a terrible performance it, in the Missouri be- game. 41 and a half. If these two teams are, I mean, if this game is played the first week of the year, it's 41 and a half. JB's coach, he is going to have a marquee moment this game. He is After this game, he is going to be the front runner for pretty much any job that he wants in the country. You know, do the players know that? Yeah, probably. Do they care? No, not at all. They want to, they want to win this game. They want to show all these five-star athletes that they probably played high school football with who's the better football team. I mean, I'm, I'm getting 10 and a half. I don't love it. I, I wouldn't even tease it because you're still not going to be getting anywhere near the value of where this game's supposed to be. So you might as well route with 10 and a half, but I'm going to this weekend. Yeah. I think that if you're taking a, a spread here, then that's best to play. And I, yeah, I guess I'd give out 10 and a half. This really could be one of those situations for me where you play two sides. Um, you know, there's not a lot of value there, but if you have to play it, I could see maybe taking Florida minus 10.5 or just UAB outright. Um, because I think if UAB is close to covering the spread, then Florida will kind of shit themselves, kind of clinch up a little bit like, oh, my God, we're not going to do this at home, are they? And just play not to lose and then actually lose. Um, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I can't go against UAB, like I said a couple weeks ago, and just – 
that's lost me so much money all year. But I really just kind of want to get this on the docket to talk about it a little bit. But yeah, UAB plus ten and a half is going to be my pick here. Uh, maybe a little, maybe a little money line action when it comes closer to kickoff. Depends on how many of those uh, mountain beers you've been talking about that I have had by three o'clock on Saturday. Uh, next up, we got NC State and we got Wake Forest. Another matchup that uh, maybe the spread should isn't what people thought it would be. Uh, Wake Forest actually a point and a half favorite in this game. At home against NC State, NC State's been pretty good. Uh, this is a classic situation where you've got a ranked team going up against an unranked team, but the unranked team is the favorite. Uh, usually in those scenarios, you get the obviously the publics are going to back the ranked team as they are here. Vegas comes out on top of those a lot. I mean, they're baiting you. They're trying to get your money on it. And I'm not giving it to them. I'm going to take Wake Forest minus one, minus one and a half all day. Uh, what Clawson's done there is pretty damn good. I said last year that dude went six and six at Wake Forest, and everybody in the conference had his playbook and knew what he was going to do every play. And he still went six and six, and he didn't win Coach of the Year. I don't know how. Um, I mean, they got a pretty good shot at I think seven and five. It could be even eight and four. I don't remember their exact record, but I think they could go eight and four, which is pretty wild at Wake Forest. Give me the Deeks at home minus one and a half. Boom. Yeah, this is going to be my favorite game of the weekend, mainly because of two uh, teams that I've been riding with throughout the year, two teams that have won me uh, some money throughout the year. Um, But this is my favorite game of the weekend. Absolutely love the Wolfpack in this spot. Coming off of just a brutal schedule the past past few weeks, going to Notre Dame, playing playing, um, Clemson two weeks ago. I mean – they went through the gauntlet, and because they did that, this spread should easily be NC State minus three and a half if you go back to where they were at right after the Louisville game, after the Louisville beat down. So that's, what, four weeks ago? I, I think getting a point and a half, obviously I'm going to take the money line in the spot to get a little bit more value, but I, I'm a huge fan of NC State's defensive line. I think they slow Wake Forest's offense down. Wake Forest's offense – Last week, putting up 63 points was an outlier, which has gotten them overvalued so much in this game. Um, I, I mean, right now, uh, NC State's 5-1-1 one, and one on the road against the spread this year. Uh, Wake Forest also is decent, has been decent against the spread um, throughout the season. But I think Chubb, I, I'm a big fan of NC State's uh, quarterback with Finley. Yep, that's him. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's basically a pick. Um, I will definitely ride with the Wolfpack the entire way on this. This was going to be my lock of the weekend if it wasn't a scheduled game. I'm a little surprised by that. I figured you'd go way forced at home by now. Oh, well. Uh, so, next off, I guess it's the primetime marquee matchup of the weekend. It's UCLA. It's USC. Um, it's possibly the number one and number two picks of the draft next year. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's not as exciting as it should be. UCLA is a 16-point dog on the road at USC. Uh, boom, what we got here? Yeah, I mean, huge, huge underdog. It makes sense because UCLA has been a total dumpster fire this year. Yeah. Rosen set out because of the concussion last week. You know, who knows how good he is um, now. I mean, yeah, he was there last quarterback week. Or two weeks ago. Right. He set out. I mean – he is their entire team. That's the thing. He is going to have to throw for 550 yards and five touchdowns in this game. I'm betting that he does not do that. 
that USC has the better talent on both sides of the ball. I usually do not like going with USC, especially this year, because how overrated they have been. But, you know, in the Coliseum, they still have a chance to win the the Pac-12. Rosen, I think UCLA gives up early in this game. Mora's gone. He's already got a foot out the door. I don't know, man. I I don't know that they can afford that buyout. (laughs) Well. Well, I, I I would think that pretty much if you have the program that you're currently sitting with, with him at the helm, then you'll find a way to scrap up all the pennies underneath the uh, Chevrolet Silverado lowrider out there in Los Angeles to make that buyout work. But, yeah, I'm going to definitely eat the 16 points right here and make it happen. I'm seeing a 42-14 kind of game. Yeah, see, that's the thing that scares me is they could – I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, I could very easily see UCLA just completely giving up. But they've looked a lot better since uh, in the past couple of weeks, Rosen's done some things. Their defense is not very good against the run, though, and UCLA or USC has pounded the ground the past couple of weeks. So I think that's something you can look out for. I'm going to go with UCLA just because it's an insane amount of points in a robbery game. And my thinking is. Like, there's going to be some kind of national spotlight on this game just because it's two quarterbacks who could go in one and two. Not that, um, I'm, you know, not like from a fan standpoint, but maybe from like NFL scouts are going to be scouting this game pretty hard. And Rosen might know, hey, my stock might have fallen off a little bit with the concussions and everything. Here's my chance to really prove that I'm better than this kid. Um, they're not going to win outright or anything. And you can see a lot of points. And I think that Rosen – Keeps it close. He might have to to pray for some some help down at the end, but um, yeah, I'll take the sixteen just because it's too many. Hopefully, they're gonna seventeen or so because the money is all over USC. So uh, yeah, I'll take UCLA. But not as much as you would think. There we go. Pick six. Nope, Mariota with a nice tackle, but uh, there we go. Pittsburgh. The the ticket count is not as drastic as you would expect. With it's it in the sixteen point with the sixteen point spread. I, I mean. I don't want to lose anybody money. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with USC. Maybe maybe they don't cover, but they sure as hell aren't going to lose this game. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, so that's the college football games. As I said, not the most inspiring slate this weekend, but it is college football. We'll be watching, and hopefully, we'll be making some money off of it. But the holidays are coming up. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, you you got to have some holiday cash. You need it, and I know where to get it. Myboogie.ag is the place to score some serious cash in your sports predictions. Uh, like I said, Holly's right around the corner. Plenty of parties, gifts, spending, all that uh, stuff you don't really want to deal with. Also, meets tons of football, basketball, hockey. Score big on every play. You know, next Thursday we got three NFL games. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, love it. Um, you know, my book is going to hook you up. All your betting needs offers the super fast payouts when you win. Uh, where you bet, just important to see your betting on. Uh, I trust them. Where we go, we use them. Uh, don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Go to mybookie.ag. Still give you a 50% bonus on any uh, deposit, initial deposit. All you got to do is enter promo code DEEPFRIED, all caps, 50% bonus on your initial deposit, mybookie.ag. Y'all go check them out. Uh, so, like I said, NFL week 11 already. Uh, we've got some pretty decent matchups this weekend. We've got the Rams and the Vikings going to start us off. Like I said, we've got the Thursday night game here. The Titans versus the Steelers. We're both on the Steelers in some way or the other. Uh, the Rams plus two at the Vikings. 
I don't have the greatest read on this. What about you, Ben? What, the uh, Rams game? Right. Well, I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend, and I love back in both teams. The the fact that the money has come come in on the Rams is definitely – It has, uh, though. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's picked up enough to to knock the spread up two and a half. I don't think it makes it to three unless there's a surge of actual playing money come in on game day. But I like the Rams right here. I, I love Jared Goff. I think they've got a much better uh, offense. You know, uh, Donaldson, I think, is going to definitely be a game breaker in the game Donald. at the middle. Donald. Um, yeah, they all kind of run together at this point in the season. Right. Donald, Donaldson, Don, Donilliam. And uh, I think, you know, the Rams defense, one of the best in the league this far. So, I mean, so is the Vikings. That's why you see the spread where it's at. But, uh, yeah, now I'll I'll leave the two and a half points here. I think this is definitely a field goal game back and forth, and I'm choosing the uh, side of the Rams. Yep. So, here's the way you got to look at this. Um Vikings defense is probably a little better than the Rams, but the Rams still have a pretty good defense. But when it comes to offense, I don't think there's any comparison. I think you're taking the Rams nine days a week. Um, and that's why I'm going to take the Rams, too. I think Goff, is, he's got to figure it out. I was really big on Goff coming out of college, and he's hes really good. Like, arm talent, he makes throws that not a lot of folks can make. Um, and it's starting to show now that they have a confident head coach. I mean, Jesus Christ, Jeff Fisher – Wow. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. It's just atrocious that when that team go last year, three and 13, and now they're in the driver's seat for the two seed uh, in the NFC playoff. Uh, this game will show a lot to really how far both teams have come. You know, Vikings started last year off 5-0 and and then kind of collapsed. They've got a five-game winning streak going on right now. I don't think they're going to collapse, but, you know, Bridgewater's back. At some point, that's going to be a controversy because Case Keenum can't be your long-term starter. I don't know if it starts this week, but it could. And I'm going to take the plus two with the Rams here just in case. I'm also betting odds-wise on this game that Case Keenum is going to play at least a little bit worse than he played last weekend. Right. He had the two bad picks late in the second half, but the game was kind of in doubt, or not in doubt at that point. Uh, next up, we got the Patriots. we got the Raiders. This is uh, in Mexico City, man. What does old Donnie think about that? Man, that's uh, what a real uh, middle finger. Yeah, to, uh, to America having uh, America's team go south of the border right there. Right, but, hey, you know, I respect it. Roger Goodell, man, talk about a man with total control and power. I mean, old Donnie can't be happy about this. The only thing that makes it worse is if they're in Mexico and they all take a knee during the national anthem. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we won't have that happen, but we'll see. Patriots are seven-point favorites against the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Boomer. We got the Patriots coming off just an obliteration of the Broncos last Sunday night. This is another Sunday night matchup. What's your, what's your, actually, no, it's not. It's a, it's a Sunday afternoon game. What's your thought Sunday of Sunday afternoon game? It's probably going to feel like a Sunday night game. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going against the Patriots right here for the fact of they had their blowout win in prime time last weekend. Long trip down to Mexico City. Um, you know, they could definitely, definitely cover the seven. Uh, I don't think this is a back-and-forth field goal game, but I could see this being one of those weird uh, maybe 28-24 kind of games, like uh, last last few-minute touchdown by Derek Carr coming back. Uh, I mean, look, I'm, I'm going with that 
Vegas isn't going to have another bad weekend this weekend on the late on the late game slate. So again, I had a couple of calls come in throughout the week talking about uh, talking about where most of the money's coming in, most of the uh, <clears throat> most of the action from the regular players in Vegas are and people aren't even back in the Raiders in Las Vegas this weekend. So they've got a bunch of liability on the Patriots and. I think this this definitely goes to seven and a half before game time. If they don't move it to seven and a half, then I'm definitely going to be taking the Raiders because that means that they definitely have a side in the uh, in the game. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm big on the Raiders. I know you said you thought that uh, Vikings Rams game was going to be the game of the weekend. I think this one has the potential to be game of the weekend. So the Raiders coming off a of bye, but before that they had that uh, Sunday night game against Miami. And you could kind of tell that they got their offense back in a groove a little bit. And that's something that we haven't seen all year from them. They haven't been very good offensively. And it, you knew it was kind of a matter of time. That offensive line was really, really good last year, and they didn't just lose it in the offseason. Um, you know, the same group's back. They've been a little dinged up. Uh, Carr hadn't been completely healthy, but I think he's kind of back to 100%, especially with the bye week. Cooper kind of hadn't been great, but he had the huge game against the Chiefs, and now I think maybe the bye week kind of helps him out a little bit. I think this could be a really entertaining game, and I think that Oakland keeps it close. I don't know that uh, the Patriots – I think they'll probably still get the outright win, but I could see, you know, you said 28-24. I could see 28-27, 31-28, somewhere in that neighborhood. A lot of points, uh, very entertaining game Sunday afternoon. This will be the one I've got my eyes on. Uh, but I think I love the Raiders in this spot. I think they keep it really close, and that's a team to look out for. Maybe they don't cover the spread this weekend, or they don't win outright this weekend. But that's a team you might want to start back and hit, heading home down the home stretch. So give me the Raiders plus seven, Mexico City on Sunday afternoon. Next up, the Sunday nighter. Uh, I tried to give it away, but you know they just can't take the uh, the Sunday night out of Dallas. It's the Cowboys. It's the Eagles. The Eagles fresh off a of bye. The Cowboys officially don't have. Um, Ezekiel Elliott for the next couple games. He dropped that suspension. They're four-point home dogs, and the public is is probably as big as I've ever seen anybody fade the Cowboys. It's like 80-something percent on the Eagles. Boom, what's your take? Yeah, well, also Tyrone Smith is uh, not going to be playing in this game left tackle. So you're you're losing your two best, arguably your two best players on offense right there. Sean Lee. Sean Lee, I'm not sure if he's playing. Or not? I know he didn't play last week, but uh, didn't really didn't really affect the game too much or the outcome. But what? right here, I mean, you know, you're you're working with two highly valued teams, two pretty good teams, both teams at the top of the division. I have started fading the Eagles as of two weeks ago, and yep. I started fading them too early, obviously with their blowout wins, and it sucks. I hate going against them. But at some point, they're going to start to downtick uh, to get back with the rest of the pack. I mean, you got several teams in the NFC right now that a lot of people aren't talking about, like the New Orleans Saints. They could potentially be the best team in the NFC and actually make it to the Super Bowl, but you never hear about them because everybody's talking about the Eagles. They'll come back to the back of the pack. I think that this happens this week in Dallas with all the controversy around Jerry Jones. That's usually when teams shine. Getting four points at home. Definitely think this is a field goal game. And uh, I might have a little bit on the money line on Dallas in this one. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I think that, uh, yeah, you're getting so much value. I mean, it's unreal how much the public is on the Eagles in this game. And the Eagles kind of, I mean, they're obviously, there's no doubt they're better this year than they were last year. But they had this similar thing last year. They started off 4-0, I believe, and it just came crashing down. Don't think it's going to be a crash down like it was last year. But their back half of the schedule is brutal. And you need to start fading them. Like, like you said, it's a good time. Um, Dallas at home. Wentz is good, but, you know, I don't know how if he's as good as he's been so far. They haven't played against much adversity. These primetime uh, NFC East games, they're always good games. And obviously you can't have good game. I mean, I guess you could have a good four-point win. But, uh, yeah, I think a field goal game, Dallas might do it outright. And I'm with you. Uh, give me the Cowboys at home plus the four. Doctors and lawyers Sunday night. Yeah, that, that's going to be that's going to be a damn electric factory on Sunday night. That's right, it's going to be wild getting rowdy up there. Uh, Sunday night was the Eagles Cowboys. Monday night, another good Monday night matchup: the Falcons and the Seahawks. The Seahawks at home, three point favorites. First time in his career, Richard Sherman will not play. Um, the Falcons coming in off of a big win against Dallas. Three point dogs is the public overreact or is the is the market overreacting to the the big win last week? Um, Seattle's Seattle's three point favorite. Right. No, sorry, I said three point dogs. But are they? Uh, I mean, is the market overreacting to Atlanta only being a three point dog? Um, yes, Atlanta should be the favorite in this game. Right now, you got you mentioned Richard Sherman's out. Uh, reports are Cam Chancellor is hurt. He's not going to play. Earl Thomas is still hurt. He may play, but who knows? There, uh, Atlanta's missing Devontae Freeman, but Tevin Coleman's been able to pick up the pieces without him. I love Atlanta in this spot. I don't give a damn that it's in Seattle at all, actually. Uh, other than Devontae Freeman, Atlanta's totally healthy. Um, getting three points. Probably going to have a little bit on the money line on this one. Also, uh, the underdogs haven't covered the spread the past three Sunday nights, I believe is what it is. So I, I, I think this is uh, this is definitely a good good spot for Atlanta. Yeah, I'm actually with you here too. I think uh, maybe last week showed that they can they can do some things defensively. Sherman not being there is going to be big. I mean, they'll be all right in the long run, but it's going to take them a little while to adjust because it's something they've never experienced since they've been there or since he's been there. And, you know, who's going to call the plays out in the secondary? Earl Thomas is probably going to be back. Like you said, Chancellor's a little deemed up. They had to bring in Byron Maxwell off the streets. He's probably going to start for him at corner this week. Yeah, I think that uh, Julio's still in the end zone once this year. So I think you're going to see him have a big game this weekend. Um and I like I like the Falcons get the outright win on Sunday night, but I'll take the three just to be said. So that's uh, that's the schedule NFL games, the schedule college football games. Um, next weekend, uh, robbery week in college football. We'll do some some fun things for that. So y'all stay tuned. Uh, it's also Thanksgiving, obviously, so we'll do some fun things there too. But yeah, a little Twitter question. You know, just, uh, our boy Sports Center just asking what side ad we use for checking bet tickets and cash uh, percentage per game. I'm always on Sports Insights. Boom, is that you? Um, yeah, Sports Insights. Uh, do a little bit of Odd Shark just to uh, kind of get a closer view on the last five games and right. kind of look at the numbers a little bit closer there. But uh, would not would not trust their uh, quote unquote 
gambling um, algorithm that they use for the scores because that is absolute dog shit. Yeah, um, that's one thing that in the past couple of years, kind of the more acceptance of sports betting, it, it's given everybody so much more tools. Like, there's no reason that you should be an uninformed gambler anymore if it's something that you're interested in. I mean, obviously, you got the Deep Fried Bets podcast. But, you know, there's so many avenues out there. You know, like you said, Odd Shark, Sports Insight, uh, Sports Action app. There's all kind of different stuff that you can kind of get your fix with, get your info from, however you want it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just all kind of different places to check out. So, we got that. Boom. There was a game I, I texted you about a little bit earlier, and I tweeted out earlier on this game, too. And I am dubbing this the unofficial, official Deep Fried Bets Bowl. We've got Rice and Old Dominion squaring off this weekend. And if you've listened to the podcast at all this year, between me and you, I'm pretty sure Rice or Old Dominion has been one of our balls every single week since about week two. Would you say that's uh, accurate? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Old Dominion was probably there about 50% for me. Right. Uh, Rice was there a lot for me. I had a few block of the weeks with Rice. Anyways, Rice is catching eight and a half against Old Dominion. Boom. What's uh, what's your pick on that? Yeah, man, I uh, I can't ride with Old Dominion anymore. It just, it's been too painful every single week. I uh, I don't get any pleasure out of it anymore. I mean, you know, Coastal Carolina kind of jumps in every now and then. And at least I have nothing but relief whenever I see them go down 28 to nothing. So I'm going to go with uh, with Rice on this one. Okay. Let it ride. See, I'm going to gonna... take the points and see what happens. I'm going to do the exact opposite of you. I can't ride with Rice anymore. They have let me down too many times. So I'm going to go Old Dominion. It's kind of a a reverse of what it might have been in the past. So Boone's on Old Dominion. Or Rice, well, I, I'm on Old Dominion. I go back to uh, a couple of weeks ago whenever I had the uh, Charlotte 49ers, who has also been a, a favorite of mine. They've been, the they've been a staple. Old Dominion couldn't put them away. Old Dominion was clearly the better team. I had that rocking on the uh, on the third screen for most of the uh, most of the game, or at least in the 12 o'clock games. And, you know, they, Old Dominion, total domination throughout the game, could not punch it in. And obviously didn't cover the spread of, uh, I believe, nine was, uh, was the spread there. So, yeah, I'm going to take Rice and, you know, hold on to that, uh, that laid back door. All right, go Monarchs. Uh, beat the Owls. So that's the deep fried best bowl. Y'all check that out. I have no idea what the television schedule is for that. Uh, we don't get top billing when it comes to the deep fried best bowl. But let's get to the vault. We've mentioned the two teams that have been a staple of our vault this year. Obviously, you will not see either of them in the vault this weekend, I would not think. Uh, Boom, what's your vault? Yep. Uh, go ahead and start off with uh, Familiar Face, FIU. Let me down last week. Okay. They're not letting me down this week. They let you down in a big way last week. They're getting 14 and a half. This is pretty much, I think, the biggest football game that's ever been played in the state of Florida, at least in the past 15 years. Uh, Without a doubt. I think our boy Lane, you know, loves scoring. Lane Train. Woo-woo. Loves scoring, but, uh, you know, he's. He's probably going to be waking up from a five-day bender, just rolling out of bed and picking up a clipboard, thinking that he's going to beat the extremely disciplined uh, Bush Davis. I'm counting on that's not going to happen. Ben, rolling up with the Golden Bears, Cal, getting 15 and a half. I don't know why the line's going down, other than that everybody loves Cal. I do, too. Stanford, you know, Bryce Love. He's great, but that's pretty much all they have. Cal, this is their Super Bowl. This is their rivalry week. They're going to be airing it out. I'm betting on they're going to be catching those passes. Then, K 
covering all points of America, taking Tulane, getting Ooh. 10 at home against Houston. Don't know why that's happening right there. It should be minus 10. They're getting 10. I'm going to ride with them. Love that green wave. It's going to be rushing through Houston. Is that too soon of a joke? I don't know. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Well, I'm they want to ride series. I'm gonna be riding that uh, that green wave through Houston right there, and uh, then going to cover back down to Florida. I'm gonna go ahead and take Virginia plus the 18 at Miami. I like it. Huge win last week in Miami. Yeah, love. I love Miami. Been been on in the past couple of weeks. Huge fan of Miami. I think they're an awesome team. Definitely deserve to be in the playoffs. Do they give a shit about this 12 o'clock game? No, they don't. Um, turnover chains, probably it's going to be just left in the box. They don't want to scratch it up for uh, for next week. 18 is a weird place, you know. It, that, that's covering potential right there. It is. And then I'm going to finish it out because I always like to get a little bit of Sunday action. We'll take the Chicago Bears. Love it. Three, getting three points at home against the uh, Detroit Lions, obviously. Everybody's betting uh, the NFL what they saw last, and they saw the Bears lose at home to a very, very bad Brett Hundley run uh, Green Bay Packers. Well, time and, out, time out. Did they? Are you watching this NFL game? We don't have the volume on, but did are they trying to challenge a play? So Houston or Houston? Wow, Pittsburgh fumbled the ball forward, got it, ran up the ball, spiked it real quick. And I think that they just tried to challenge it and realized you couldn't because the play had already been ran. Sorry. Go ahead, Bears plus three. Bears plus three. And uh, that's, that's going to round up your weekend right there. Weekend okay. winners. Bears plus three, Virginia plus 18, Tulane plus 10, Cal plus 15 in the hook, and FIU plus 14 in the hook. Uh, I like it. Some solid plays in there. I have a uh, – it's a weird vault, but I think there's a lot of winners in there. Uh, first off, we're going to give one final shout-out to the Cleveland Browns. They are not an official vault pick, but I think there's a lot of value to be had, seven and a half there against the Jaguars. The Jaguars, are, they're not ready to be seven-and-a-half-point road favorites yet. Um, I'm not betting it. I might bet it. I'm not a, I'm not giving it out as an official vault pick, but the Browns plus seven and a half. They are, then why even yeah. bring it up? Why even bring up what you Because they are a uh, honorable mention. How about that? So let's get to it. First off, we're going we're taking Baylor. Baylor is playing Iowa State. Iowa State tremendous season. They're done. Dunzo. Like they are just worn out. They can't give any more. They they lost a heartbreaker. And uh, I'm in the fourth quarter with, like, two minutes left against Oklahoma State last weekend, 49-42, absolute heartbreaker. Um, they're out of gas, man. Baylor plus the nine at home against Iowa State. Next up, Duke plus seven, Georgia Tech. Uh, the the man, talk, Ray, about, talk about it. I'll, I'll go ahead and stop you right there. Uh, 50-yard field goal kicks in the NFL, are those give me now? No, they are to Chris Boswell. That's right. It's just it's amazing. They need to they need to shorten up the goalposts a little bit. Skinny them I mean, out a little bit. Crazy. Get a little like, Weight Watchers died on the uh, on the goalposts. As primarily a college football fan, you watch college football Saturdays and like you just don't expect them to make kicks. And in the NFL, you're blown away every time one's missed. Um, well, as a as a Maxion fan personally, um, you know it it could be three seconds left on the clock and uh, have a 15 yard field goal. 
and it's going to be happen. And, yeah. and, and, you know, you're on the edge of your seat. You have no clue who's going to cover the spread, who's going to be covering the main line, who's covering the over-under. It's just it's, it's great stuff, great great. Great times right there on the Maction Tuesdays. I suggest everyone go ahead and shoot up a, a, an adrenaline shot. Not a fan myself. Deep plus seven, though. I'm a fan. Georgia – I'm sorry, not Georgia. Kansas is a 37-point dog. Last week, Kansas was a 33-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, I took them. They covered. This week, they've got Oklahoma. I'm taking them. They're covering. Um, Oklahoma's Pretty damn good. Big win against TCU last weekend. Baker has already wrapped the Heisman up. He'll play like a, a quarter in this game, and then they'll get him out of there, and they're not going to get him injured. Um, yeah, Kansas is keeping within the number 37. That's a good number. A good spot at home uh, against Oklahoma. Next up, Arkansas. 11.5-point dog against Mississippi State. Here's the deal. Mississippi State played Alabama last weekend. I don't think Mississippi State has ever covered the weekend after they played Alabama because they always cover against the Tide because it's always after LSU. I mean, great effort by them last week, but that's got to be a heartbreak. You think you're about to take down the number one team in the country and then Jalen hits, uh, hits the guy down right down uh, at the end of the game to get the outright win for the Tide. So I think this is kind of a letdown spot for Mississippi State, and also 12% or 88% of the public is on Mississippi State. So we're taking Arkansas plus 11 and a half. And I hate to, to kind of piggyback off you, Boom, but I had it down as well. The Bears plus three is my NFL game at home against Daddy Stats and the Detroit Lions. Um, a lot of value there. Again, public all over the uh, the Detroit Lions. The Bears at home plus three. Defense is pretty good. Don't people don't talk about it a lot, but I'm going to take them there. Uh, and that's my ball. We got the uh, Baylor plus nine, Duke plus seven, Kansas plus 37, Arkansas plus 11 and a half, Bears plus three. I've got several other games that I like, and I'll be tweeting those out on game day. So y'all be sure to follow at the five best on Twitter. But it's everybody's favorite time of the week. It's the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. And like I said, we're having some computer difficulties, so I can't give you the intro music this week unless Boone wants to sing it for you, uh, which I don't think that's going to be a possibility. Uh, we've got the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. Boone, what's your lock? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to bring back a throwback from uh, from everybody that listened last year. There was a, there was a certain team that was near and dear to my heart. They finally found their way back. Finally getting some value towards the end of the season. I'm going to be running – with the UTSA Roadrunners. Okay. Catching a point and a half at home against a very hyped-up, overvalued Marshall team coming across country. I mean, I can't love this pick any more than I already do. UTSA going to hit the uh, win total over already, I believe, this season. I mean, they're going to be running up down the field. This game will never be in doubt. If they give you an alternative line, if you're betting somewhere that has just a candy slot machine, go ahead and just take an alternative line. Take UTSA, maybe minus three and a half plus uh, okay. plus one seventy five. You know, I mean, if if you can find it out there, but don't get caught in a little frisky. Yeah, just you know, if you if you enjoy making money, that's that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, hey, if you're feeling froggy and jump, man, I like it. So let me preface this pick by it has absolutely nothing to do with biases or homerism or anything like that. This is a strict value play, and I'm taking Louisiana Monroe. I believe they're getting 37 or 39 somewhere in there. Uh, let's look that up exactly. They're playing Auburn. 
Let me give you my reasoning behind this. I think Auburn is a very good football team, and as Alabama, it's 37 points. And as Alabama fan, I'm absolutely horrified about next Saturday. So, Auburn just knocked off the number one team in the country, Georgia, at home, uh, beat the hell out of Georgia. looked phenomenal. Auburn's a really good football team. Next week, they have Alabama, their obviously biggest rival. They, you know, playing their whole season around Alabama, and you just beat the number one team in the country in Georgia. This is, if there's ever been a letdown spot or a look ahead or a trap game in the history of college football, this is it. Auburn's going to make sure they don't get anybody key healthy this week or uh, hurt this week. They're going to try, you know, spit them a play, carry on a play a little bit. You know, they'll do what they can. To, to make sure they've got a comfortable lead, but they're not going to go out and just run it up on Louisiana Monroe. They've proved everything they got to prove. If they win, they're in. You know, they beat Alabama next week. They're in the SEC championship. And if they win that, they're in the playoff. There's no way to keep them out. This is not going to be a spot where they go out and try to get some more style points and win 55 to nothing. They'll do what they can to get out of there with a win and start prepping for the Iron Bowl. Louisiana Monroe plus 37 or 30 is 37. And same goes for Alabama Mercer. Mercer has not, you know, that line has not come out yet. And because Mercer's FBS team or FCS team and same thing there. It's a classic look ahead spot. So, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It is a great spot for Louisiana Monroe. You, you laid out the reasoning behind it extremely elegantly. Um, and probably convinced a few people to go ahead and run with you on Louisiana Monroe. But you are being a raging homer right I'm, now. I'm not. I swear raging not. homer. And it is unreal that you're trying to hide in the closet about that. I mean, that had the, the best reasoning in the world. It's not, it has nothing. It's like last week. I told you, you know, tweeted it out and said all over the podcast, Mississippi State, it was one of my favorite plays of the year, but I, I mean, I just, it, it's one of those spots, and this is another one of those spots. Like, there's no way they come out and just hammer Louisiana Monroe. There's no incentive for them to try to run the score up on Louisiana Monroe. There's every incentive in the world for them to pull their starters once they get a 17-point lead or 21-point lead so they can... Hey, look, that's fine. And hey, I support your lifestyle decision, but just just admit that you're you're a homer. I mean, yeah, fuck Auburn. There might be a little bit of homerism there. Um, we'll yeah, doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good to just let it go? Let, let it out. out there in the world let right there. Out. If you have there hate you for Auburn in your heart, let it out. There you go. All right, so there we go. That's my ball. So, uh, song called Steve Austin, Mike of the Week. Again, uh, sound effects are probably going to be lacking, and the uh, sound quality might be a little off this week, but hopefully next week we'll be back full strength um, as the way I'll we are. I'll tell you one thing, though. The picture is hell. We're not off tonight. No, they're not. I mean, there's a lot of value to be had out there. There's a lot of value, lots and lots of value this weekend. Lots of money to be made, folks. We enjoy the fact that you tune in to the Deep Fried Best Podcast. Uh, check us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. We've got the picks up. We're going to be hammering more picks. Boomer, send us off in the weekend with something good. Yeah, I just want to, you know, a PSA, and this is just, just in all seriousness, um, be responsible. Whenever, whenever you gamble on these games, and please, please only gamble on games you know you absolutely know the outcome of. Okay, that's uh, this reasonable, reasonable thing. Like trying to look out for the here. people, just trying to okay. trying to trying to keep everything everybody together. I got you. All right. Well, that's what you come here for, and we appreciate you tuning in. Tell your friends, and we'll catch you next week.